Hi everyone, welcome to People of Periods. I'm your host, Frida Tong, founder of EcoPets Australia, speech pathologist, and advocate for allowing and creating space for your period to be heard and to have a voice. My name is Anita Kuruma. I'm from Sierra Leone. I am the founder and country director for Girl Child Network Sierra Leone. Our work is around education, rights, skills, and whatever helps to promote a girl to become an empowered woman. And uh, for us, we, are, we believe that a charity work goes with entrepreneurship. So we look at having a social enterprise that we can generate funds as well to support our work with the girls and the women and see how we can create jobs as well for them. That's so amazing. Um, Anita, I understand that Girl Child Network and EcoJC, they're, they're different enterprises and they're different bodies. Is that right? Well, the idea of having EcoJC parts comes from Galcha Network. Okay. The initiative started from a charity work with the girls. Okay. We realized that it's really difficult for them to have sanitary parts and looking after their hygiene side of it. We started since 2011 and the stream mm-hmm. started with the parts as well because we had our experience from a mother organization from Zimbabwe. What happens, I learned a lot from the girls from Zimbabwe, what they're going through. And myself, born and raised in Sierra Leone, just lucky to be in the UK for years now, coming back saying I want to do this is a whole lot of issues around sanitation, especially menstrual hygiene. That's why we, we started the whole thing from Gacha Network. We had to look at a different ways to make it bigger for us to be able to raise funds outside the charity, work that we are doing to be able to support our work in terms of sustainability. Now we look at it, there are two enterprises. Gacha Network is there, Echo Jessipad is there, which is a social enterprise. And I've, I've seen so many different, um, I guess, like charity models and business models. And it's almost like social enterprise is this beautiful middle ground. Um, yes. Yeah, to tie both really in together. And I think it's so amazing that, you know, you've been able to do this in such a significant way as well. I've read a couple of different things about what you're doing at the moment and what you have already done. Um, I would love to learn a little bit more in terms of how EcoJC came to be because we're kind of part of that story too. And, you know, you worked with a couple of other organisations in that process. I would love for you to share that journey well, basically, the journey about EcoJC Pass started like in 2014 when I found myself in Geneva, where the world met for International Women's Day. We are in the realized that menstruation has been an issue all over the world. It's not only for Africa. So for me, I learned a lot from that meeting, new innovations, thinking that, oh, we must do something. And I guess we can do it. I, just the fake that I can do it, everybody can do it. That was my faith even around when we haven't got nothing. We started with like our aunts doing it, getting some prats, 20 girls started with um, uh, a charitable organization concerned worldwide 
they gave us the opportunity to work with 60 girls in the slums, but 20 we are like to give this menstrual hygiene to see how they can do it with their hands, which was not like coming out big because the girls now they are not taught needlework and everything at school. So that was like the biggest challenge. I said, no, I'm not going to give up. Even if they can do this, I believe one day we can do it. So I keep pushing, involving organizations, do a lot of write-ups, send it off to UNICEF, other organizations, UNFPA. Whoever believes the dream can join us. So for us, starting from that point, with just 20 bolts, with material bought from our local shops, we had a friend from Ireland. I worked with her during the Ebola in Sierra Leone. She's called Dr. Kerry. She raised some funds with the girls through cake sales. And she saw what we were doing and said, I want to support you with the girls and see where we can take this from. They donated, was it like 400 euros and we bought two sewing machines. We started having our girls, we sent our girls to vocationals to go do some sewing, especially the girls that are drop off school, out of school girls, we support them with that. So we started bringing in local tailors that will help them to do the sewing. We started creating new innovations, seeing new materials, which are not hard, we tried and tested. And lucky for us, we had Jane Shakespeare from Australia. Amy introduced me to Jane, and Jane catch up with me saying, they have some materials they want to come donate from this for girls. And I, I was going to work with this for girls. I decided to say, no, let me just find a way. Because we started distributing this for girls from other people, they gave us donations. So when Jane came and said, oh, this for girls, they are going to put, uh, donate for us. Then I said, okay, it's time because I have, I'm always open-minded. That is one of our policies. We have open policies. We open our doors to everybody. We work together. We believe in partnership. So she came up with this brilliant idea and we supported her. Later, she came and told me, oh, we have this friend again called Frida. She's working on menstrual pads. Can we, we wanted to try a material, a pads through the girls that you are having. It was around 800 packs plus your pad was it like 10 packs or 15 so they gave us your packs and the days for girls where i think we gave out like to 300 or 400 girls we tried a pilot scheme with the girls we want them to come tell us because you cannot force somebody to use something that is not comfortable i realize not all products are comfortable for us even with the disposable ones so we give them the choice to choose and give us feedback, which is more comfortable and faster, they can gain confidence in using them. So fortunately, what comes out of it, like this for girls was too bulky for them. Running around is really hard. They feel uncomfortable because of the weather. It's really, really hot in here. So they're not comfortable with it as well. And some of them, their brothers and mothers seeing the uh, this for girls parts, they just think like they can use it at a duster to dust off their shoes and everything. Oh, so no. they came in and told me, yes, they came in. And they told us that, oh, we are comfortable with the echo parts because they're too really soft. 
not too hard. They're not so stuffy. They are comfortable anyway to move around with. So we cannot, we don't like the days for girls one. So that is it. Now why I drop the days for girls even going further to negotiate with them to do the product as well in Sierra Leone. And we decided to replicate your model where we can have more different products and styles. So we started with different materials. Create our own. That's what we're using at the moment. We were lucky. UNICEF, they told them about us. I don't know. Oh, because I keep sending documentation to them, just giving them pressure. Can we celebrate Mestral Hygiene Day? Because I am the national coordinator for Mestral Hygiene Wash United from Germany since 2014, when we started the, we started the movement of celebrating menstruation. So I, since I was there from the beginning, so I've been the voice in Sierra Leone promoting menstruation. Why we need to talk about it is not a taboo. People must support girls. If we want to see less teenage pregnancy, the girls need to know their bodies. They need to know what, because nobody want to talk about it. It's all taboo. That is our culture. So yeah. we try to break the silence. I've been the voice around it throughout the country, involving other organizations, government ministries, that we should talk about it. So from Absolutely. that point, I was invited two years ago for me to start. And UNICEF just gave us 100 packs. They were looking for 225,000. They didn't believe that we can have the capacity. And by then, we didn't have the capacity, trust me. We were just like kicking off, seeing where we can take it. So we were lucky because we rescued the situation we are in. They meant to come do some inspections. The ones that they ordered offshores, they never came on time. So we were the ones that pushed the, the whole thing and we produced on time. We hit the target and they are the bingo from the assessments. From then, UNICEF believe us, we can do it. So we increase the capacity from the process. We go get more machines. We evolve more women, more girls, more young people, boys as well involving. Because we, are the, we want a conversation for everybody to get involved in the production. And we are doing our bit in supporting them to be the voice on menstruation and other people will provide jobs to make life better for women and girls with the proceeds. Whatever you pay them, they go get their machines. They look after their kids to pay their school fees. They take care of their homes and the abuse, domestic abuse, financial abuse, sees as well. We just not just like allowing them to sue, but we give them training from time to time on do, on domestic violence and financial management, how they can manage their funds. Because if you go give your money back to your husband, they will abuse you after eating your money all from your hands. So we still support them in educating them. On that note, Anita, what is the reality of how periods are managed in Sierra Leone? And yeah, could you maybe explain what that's a little bit like in, in the home as well? Well, growing up, um, I trust me, I was uh, one of them that experienced, nobody talks about it to you, whether all or young people, they, they, they wouldn't allow even kids to know what they're doing. Everything is secrecy. 
everybody is hush, 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 don't talk about it. Nobody want the younger ones to know about it. So there's a whole lot of things in pregnancy. You use cotton materials, you wash them, they're not properly looked after. Wherever you dry them up, there's so much infection. Nobody, I can still remember two of my cousins, they always have this fungus infection. You don't know where it's coming from until when we are older, even up to college, that we started having disposable pads. So it's really tough and nobody want to talk about it. For us, that has been like the culture for ages until when we started raising up our voices in 2011. And even up to date, we are struggling. The reason being, the girls still believe is secrecy. Nobody should talk about it. And if we don't, then they don't understand about their bodies. What is puberty? They don't know. Uh, yes, they can tell them briefly some, when you go to a workshop right around the country, if you ask them, who is an amesis? Who have seen a period? They shy away from it. Nobody wants to talk about it. That has been like the norm. But now as time goes by, we involve communities, stakeholders, the parents, the girls themselves, the boys, the men. Now they started feeling comfortable, which I'm not even 40, 60% as yet we are talking. We are still struggling until we continue to do the advocacy as we are doing now. You know, it's like seven days to the menstrual hygiene global celebration now. So we are all over the place. Now I'm doing Facebook lives every day for, to bring in people to come talk about it. So the situation in on the ground about menstruation, is, it needs other work in terms of products, in terms of education, in terms of breaking taboos and myths, in terms of conversation, old and young men and boys, we still need 80% to put into this work. And more hands on deck, more people coming now, more organizations joining the advocacy to speak up and stand up and say, look, it's time for action. This beads now um, is 28. This 28 means a 28-day cycle for a woman to have a menstruation. The five you see, the five red stands for your menstrual period days, for five days. And that gives you the 28-day cycle for every menstruation. That is what we are promoting, that people should support this. As you can see right there, we're still having this, the red and white as well. They are all, is a global symbol for menstruation. The red and the blue and red. Why? Because we don't want to talk about pink. The patriarchy wants to dismantle that or believe these colors are just for women. No way. Pink is not. Everybody can wear pink. Everybody can wear any color. We'll trust our royalty color is purple, which we never throw away is around us. Every day we believe we are royalty. Every woman, every girl is a royal. Yeah. So for us, the bracelet that we're advocating for out there, everybody that want to support the movement to end period poverty and speak about menstruation loud and clear that is not a taboo, it's not a disgrace, it's not a shame. The conversation must go on. You can purchase this to support the work that we are doing. Yeah. There is one yeah. blue and red, the other one white and red. Yeah. You can join the conversation. You can support our work out there. 
people out there, they need us, the rural girls more, they're suffering because um, they don't have the money, especially the, with COVID-19. There's a whole lot of pressure on us. People are struggling, nothing works, business are not going anywhere. So it's a whole lot of work for us to support our girls and see how they can stand up and feel confidence again that they should celebrate periods. We're going this year we were planning to have more period parties for them, but because of the COVID-19, we cannot do that. But we will continue to do our radio programs as we are doing seven days. The advocacy is on. We'll be going on Facebook Live in the next four or five hours. We want to do a whole lot of campaigns around this and see how we can help to continue to support our girls. We want every man, every woman, every boy, every child, wherever you are to support us day 28, you can wear your bracelets, a global symbol to say, yes, I'm part of this campaign. We support women and girls with their menstrual hygiene management, wherever, whatever it takes us, all of us are part of this and we can do it together. I love that. I love that it's not just this is us girls in it. It's us girls, us women, us boys, us men. Like it's all of us as a whole humanity because it's definitely something that, you know, a period exists so that humans can exist as well. If without Thank periods, you. humans don't exactly. continue onwards. No, no, there's no humans. <laughs> yeah, so that is exactly. why we need to stand up and speak about it, feel very proud as women to say, yes, I'm in my period. We can still have a badge if you want it's a brochure. We can have it when I'm in my period. I can just put it to be proud and say, yes, I'm a woman and in my period. So it's really, really like um, interesting. Globally, it's a global celebration now. The yeah. whole world is rising up. I can still, I, can, I couldn't imagine that. We started it in one room, just like as a global citizens in Geneva, we said, okay, Wash United say, oh, can we choose the dates for celebrate, to celebrate this? We say, okay, March 5 is fifth month of the year, five days your period. The 28th of March is the 28th cycle. That is the symbol. I love that. That's why we that. choose that, if you don't understand that. <laughs> I love that so much. Anita, it's been so amazing chatting with you. I think something that, you know, really comes through really strongly is your passion for education, your passion for women, for girls, um, and, you know, really your, your passion there for humanity and equality. I think you're one of the most like resilient women in my life and I'm so <laughs> blessed and I feel so lucky that I've been able to be part of that journey in terms of eco um ecopads jc um mm. so yeah thank you for having us being part of that and of course you know jane was a huge part of our story there as well so i just think it's really special that we're able to do this across the seas you know like what I an know. amazing kind of time in the world that we can be connecting this mm -hmm. way what would your advice be um, to, you know, girls and women, boys and men who are looking at getting involved and who don't really know how to move forwards into getting involved? What can, what can they do to take action? Well, basically, what you can do to take action, first of all, I want to thank you, uh, Frida, for coming on board. 
it has it's taken years for us to work together and i want to thank you again when i ask for your permission to just say okay i want to use a similar product like yours you are happy to say okay you can go ahead and do it we are so proud to have echo gc pads because uh that you have been like an insight to what we are doing i want to appreciate you and i say thank you so much really proud of you i never regret meeting you and thanks to jane for being the bridge and connection over this so for every man every woman every child out there for you to take action you can support five dollars whatever you have for us to have um, this bracelet we're just like distributing them we're targeting three thousand people now before it was like we we're looking forward to 2000 now the demand is getting higher every day that people want to be part of this celebration how can they be part of it so when you donate we can go give to other organizations that can give to people to get them involved that is what is happening now even colleagues out there friends out there they're donating buying 50 bracelets we give somebody 10 bracelets we give somebody uh, um, working alongside Partnering with Frida, Echo Pads Australia. I hope you can support what she's doing now because she's trying to raise funds for us to be able to do more for people to raise our voices, especially in this part of the world, like the taboos, the barrier that nobody want to talk about it. We want to raise the awareness among our communities for them to understand why they should support women and girls experiencing their periods, why they should celebrate them and value them for what they are doing. There are no periods, no human race. This is what they need to believe and that is the reason why everybody should celebrate menstruation. Thank you for listening to People of Periods, a podcast by EcoPads Australia. Thank you so much to Anita Karoma from Girl Child Network and Eco JC Pads. We're so grateful for your knowledge, shared passion, and continued drive and vision for empowering and educating girls and women all across Sierra Leone. I am Frida Tong, and our podcast producer is Brianna Kennedy. Tune in weekly to hear a new episode of People of Periods. Like and subscribe and follow us on this shared journey to give our periods a voice and to help fight the battle against period poverty.